Good evening and welcome to Live Long and Podcast. This is the Star Trek Picard Season 2 Episode 3 Assimilation Episode Reaction. We got to see this today, Adam. That's I, I, just, I just finished about half an hour ago. Did you? Okay, so it's fresh yeah. in your mind. I, I watched it about six hours ago now, but uh, my normal co-host is not here right now, so you're going to fill in. That's fine. All right. Happy to do it. I'm happy to do the job since I, you know, I completely screwed up last week. <laughs> oh your mic's a little little crackly but we'll we'll live with it uh anyway not a problem anyway let me uh, get this up so we start right off here we start right off where we ended the last episode uh which is obviously the uh no waiting no waiting at all nope nope just literally went right into it and i thought this scene was going to take a lot longer than it did it, it was it was a couple seconds like literally um, I think I actually got some screenshots here. Hold on, let me, uh, it went me bring this better up. than I thought. Actually, I, I like I like how it resolved itself. Yeah, exactly. So uh, basically, we see uh, at gunpoint, same way the episode episode two ended. Uh, they're at gunpoint by um, the president's uh, husband. Uh, well, or at least you know, technically not Seven's husband, but Seven's husband in this reality. Um, so anyway, we have that. And then essentially, you know, Elnor is over there. He's already shot. Uh, that's where we ended in season two or sorry, episode two. Um, so with that, we ended up doing that. Um, the, um, I can't remember the guy's name, the president guy, um, or the president's husband, I guess, <laughs> technically, I don't even know what you call him. What do you call him? First man? What is his job? He's a magistrate. That's all I know. A magistrate, that's it. Yeah, we'll just call him the magistrate. Uh, basically, she's like, Seven's like, what are you doing? You're interfering with our, our spec ops thing that we're doing here. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Good, and Good attempt. Good try to cover up. Yeah. Again, this is this is Seven's theme this this uh, this season is I'm going to try covering up as much as best I can. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not totally sure what happened there. But anyway, we ended up, uh, you know, we're still at gunpoint. She's trying to reason with him. He's not having it. Uh, he says something along the lines of, you know, what's my full name or something like that. And she's obviously, she has no idea. Right. No so problem. he's like, yeah, I knew you were a fake. I knew you were a fake. Uh, you know, so at that point it's, it's, you know, what's going on. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got a comment here already from Jeremy. Time for me to start watching. Oh, geez. oh well, this is I... a spoiler, my friend. So I, I know Jeremy very well. And oh, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Has he already I, seen it? No, he's not. He hasn't watched any of this this season yet. So I actually oh, watched season geez. one. So I'm not even totally sure you should be watching this then, man. Because <laughs> this could be a problem. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All right. Anyway, let's keep going. Hopefully, Jeremy, uh, we won't ruin anything for Jeremy. It's fantastic, Jeremy. You got to start it uh, for sure. Uh, don't think season one is the reason why you shouldn't watch season two because season two is much better so far. Uh, anyway, don't listen, to him, don't listen to him. If you haven't seen season one, you got to give it a try. It's you do have to still watch it though. It's yeah, very good. It makes more sense. This wouldn't make a lot of sense if you didn't watch season one. I think there's a no, lot of stuff no, that you wouldn't understand going on. Um, it's not like discovery season three where you can just jump in it. <laughs> That's what I did. But anyway, uh, we see we see Dr. Girardi in the background. She's basically trying to gain access to, I guess it's the warp drive computer system, whatever, uh, for uh, for the Lissarena. Um, I think she was working the hardest on the whole ship. 
at this point. You know, everybody else has got their hands in the air. So yeah, and you know what? Here's the problem that I have with Girardi. I hated her in season one. Absolutely <laughs> despised her. And the problem is that it's just not it. It's just not doing it. You know. So I, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, we got another visitor. It is Whoa. Discovery's own Michael Chan. How are you, it sir? Is. I am right. doing well. And I, came I to, came to join the card that I haven't watched one out of ten on Dave's behalf. Oh, okay. So you have seen this one? No, I haven't. I haven't even. Well, finished. we're gonna spoil this, dude. So why are you here? Because we are invading your show since awesome. you guys invaded ours the last two Do weeks. It. We That's are invading fine. from the 32nd century. That's right. We time second century. We time jumps. All right, Jeremy says I will definitely watch season one first. Well, so will yes, I. that would that I would just, be a good uh, idea. I watched episode one again last night. Did you? Yeah. How's the little one, by the way, Michael? Oh, he's good. He's awake. He, he's chilling. Yeah, he's right. probably gonna puke up all over my jacket. With well, Discovery's well, you know. own Michael Chan. Discovery's well, I've already own said that, Michael Dave. You're like Chan. twenty minutes so behind. Night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. Uh, so at this point, she's at gunpoint. Uh, you know, she's, she's trying all the reasoning. He's like, you know what? I'm not having this. You're, you're definitely an imposter. We better get, uh, we better and, get here, uh, uh, Michael, because, uh, yeah. but make sure to watch the discovery podcast at nine 30 Eastern on live long and podcast. Yes, please do. I would recommend there. it as well. Even awesome. though the, you know what? The hosts are great. The show is terrible, but <laughs> what can you do? The show, they stuck the landing. Don't worry. What's that? The show they is not it. terrible. The show I can't is hear fantastic. you guys. Especially what? Can't hear you guys. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> they they can put themselves back in anyway. Guys, can, anyway. For all the watchers out there, I'll be there at nine thirty with them because I, I have twenty minutes to watch that show we're, tonight. So we're trying to get through this, so you can be there. There. All right. Thank anyway, you so much. We don't know where Davin is though. I don't know what happened to Davin, but anyway, must have got confused on the time, eh? It's been going around lately. Anyway, well, it is nine o'clock Eastern or West, <laughs> whatever. Atlanta, he's in the Atlantic. Atlantic time. Yes, he is in Atlantic. Yeah, that's right. Um, so with that, yeah, we have, um, you know, we we have this amazing bitch slap going on here. Uh, this was this was crazy. Um, it looked like it hurt, you know. But seven, she took it. She took it easy though. She took it pretty good. So, I don't anyway, think seven. This there. is not seven's first slap to the face. No, I'm sure it isn't, especially how she talks to people sometimes. Uh, and then we see Raffi, and Raffi is about to go in. I'm about to kick some ass mode, and that's what she does, basically. Um, so between all of them, they just start kicking ass. Um, so they're all, you know, ruffling. It's really hard to get screenshots of that, by the way, uh, as you can tell. Uh, and then vaporization, my friend. And the effect on this is really awesome. I loved it. Uh, it looked good. Um, so they're vaporizing people not even thinking twice about it. They're just, they're all gone. It's like, doesn't matter. We're going to fix the, we're going to fix the past and these people won't matter anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess that's the theory anyway. Uh, so I guess yeah, their so, weapons were, were, there's no stun. In, in oh, it was kill only is all that's on that one. I, I don't have a, I have a funny suspicion though, that none of them are going to change it to stun anyway. Let's oh, be no. honest. No, no, like no. these guys look pretty mad when this was happening, and you know Elner is already down, right? So, well, Elner's you know, down, point. but and he and the magistrate already referenced the fact that El Elnor, you know, kicked the crap out of his security guard. So, yeah, well, we saw that in the last episode, right? Yeah. Just Elnor just going to town after they were beating him up. He was yeah. just faking it though, and then he starts beating the hell out of everybody. So it's pretty sweet. And even Raffi gets in on the vaporization fun. So here you go. 
Um, so anyway, obviously we have the, the group over Elnor. They're obviously concerned. Um, then we see an a, external shot of the world and basically they're like, okay, Rafi, I mean, not Rafi. Um, what's his name? Um, ah, the captain guy. Uh, Rios. Uh, Rios. Yeah. Rios, Rios. There you go. Uh, you know, Rios, uh, it's time to get the hell out of here is basically what the, uh, what the scenario is. Um, you know, at this point they're trying to, they're trying to get him stabilized as best they can, Elnor. Um, and, uh, we see a pretty grotesque uh, shot. Uh, I thought it was pretty good other than the fact that the blood looks like jello that hasn't set yet. Uh, but past that it's, it's not too bad. Uh, but we got some pretty cool space scenes too. Uh, like the the budget's still rolling here. Like again, you know, again, this ep- this series, this season has just not disappointed in its in its production. It is well. just it keeps going up and up and up. I'm, I'm loving it um, so far. So uh, we're doing good. But we got some great shots. Uh, oh, but that, that, point, whole, that scene right they're being chased now yeah. by other other starships or battleships. Yes, whatever you can call them in this yeah. world. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're being chased. I think I got some shots of it. Yeah, here's a couple. Uh, basically these are like the starships of, of, of this, uh, of the confederation, a uh, confederation. Um, I don't know how long it took them to come up with that, but con plus federation, you know, confederation. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but anyway, either way, it was, what, because, I'm sure it was con, you know, fake one. I mean, what anyway. was their, their slogan is the, you know, humans, what was the thing? Humans. Galaxy's great and in charge with humans in charge. Something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, but we get some great space scenes. Like, uh, you know what? They're they're not sparing any expense at this point. They're like John, John Hammond there over on uh, on uh, Jurassic Park. Like, they're sparing no expense they're here. Like, no they're, expense. they're doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, so they're doing good. And then all of a sudden, Picard just has this little tiny off moment. And there's Q. And Q's basically saying, you know, you're this is the only way you're used to. This is what we're doing. Right. And it's very trivial what he says. We don't really get what he's trying to say. Um, but he's like, you know, you're this is what you're used to. So this is what we're going to we're going to we're going to face here. Um, you know, you're used to running away. You know, you're used to fighting battles and all this stuff. So anyway, it is what it is. Um, again, Q, the thing that I thought was interesting with this, actually, and if I can go back to the previous slide here, uh, if we look at him. He still has that eye thing, but he looks a lot healthier. Uh, or at least to me, he looks healthier. Maybe it's just the lighting. Um, I have a whole bunch of theories. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so I'm not going to bother with the theories. But um, it, there's definitely something going on with Q. All right. We know there's something going on with Q. He is not what he normally is. He's normally p- playful, mischievous. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's like that. But in, in, in this, he's he's really angry. And he he's angry at Picard. But this this scene though was very rem- reminiscent of, of Next Gen, where he would just pop in for a few seconds and whisper over his shoulder, you know, yeah, what to do now, Jean Luc. You know, do you go right or do you go left? To type thing. Yeah, you know? but he was a lot more stern. In yes, this. he he was yeah. like he he's not he's not playful at all. He's not no, the Loki of Star Trek. He's he's you know he's he he's angry. And he's mad and he's frustrated and a whole bunch of things. So it's interesting to see that character. And of course, John Delancey, you know, the the man can pull it off. He he does it so well. Um, So we have a couple of this. They start talking basically about how they're going to have to deal with this problem. Uh, at this point, Gerardi's still trying to figure out how to hook up. But, but, but uh, just just point out there, he was in and out of that scene very quickly. And yes, no one it was like back. 20 seconds maybe. And, and nobody and no saw one, him. And no one saw him except Picard. That's right. So is it in Picard's head? 
is he in his head or can he, you know, he can obviously, you know, the, the guy has so many abilities. He can probably just show up and make it so nobody else can see him. Um, also very possible. So who knows? Uh, but anyway, we have Dr. Gerardi. Dr. Gerardi's trying to hook it up and all of a sudden there's a big crash. Gerardi falls to her to, to the ground. You know, Rios is like, whoa, we got some problems here. You know, we're getting shot out left, left, right, and center. And they got like a whole bunch of ships shooting at them. There's like three or four ships. There's a lot uh, here going you go. on. I mean, let, let's recap, right? You've got yep. Endor, Endor, whatever. Gosh, I'm bad at Elnor. 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 Endor. Yeah. Sorry, Endor. That, that'd moon. be Forest Planet in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, not the Star Wars more Moon Planet. Uh, Stop trying to upset never. the fans. I never, well, there's no. <laughs> They should be upset. That's a horrible, horrible movie in a bad scene. Anyway, different show. Yeah. So this, <laughs> they got, okay, so first of all, they've got Hugh showing up. The, they can't <laughs> they can't stand, uh, <laughs> sorry, they can't see him, but Picard's quite distracted. They've got yeah. the uh, three starships after them, right? They've got the Queen Borg on the ship. Dr. Gerati's on the floor, and, and, uh, and they've got the man down below deck. What's yeah. going on? Stressful yeah. situation. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. You got you got Elnor completely. You know he's about to die. Like th this guy is this guy is in bad shape. Uh, so then you have Rafi attending to him. You have you know Seven trying to kind of jump in between. She's trying to be the nurse in this type of role, um, which isn't working really well considering they have no idea what's going on with the ship wise when it comes to medical supplies stuff like that. They can't even find a tricorder. Just wondering why they didn't bring the the holodeck. Uh, sorry, the the med. Uh, oh my god. The, the hollow doctor guy. Um, well, it might not exist in this reality, right? So very, you got to remember very. that, right? So they came over, but the, you know, not everything would have come over in that scenario, right? Enough, yep. uh, but anyway, we got some more really cool shots, I thought. Um, overall, like, it, even, like, the explosions and everything are fantastic in this. Like, they're, like, this is, this is, like, next-gen movie budget type stuff. <laughs> like, they're, you know, the next-gen movies had effects that didn't look as good as this um so you know in Especially my opinion nemesis. I, well <laughs> hey don't knock nemesis anyway i gotta get one of the overlays for that uh anyway we see one ship get blown up uh so rios, rios is you know he's holding his own here but you know it's still not still not great uh but what ends up we go back to gerardi and gerardi's on the floor and the canister with the Borg queen is down uh which means we got a problem She's probably out of the canister at this point, right? Which is her suspension suspension tube canister thing. Uh, and sure enough, there's the Borg Queen crawling out and from behind a crate. It's like she's now I, I gave a little bit of guff on the last episode about the Borg Queen and how she didn't have the same kind of um, the, the one thing that I thought that all the Borg Queens had um, up until this point was they all had that kind of sex appeal thing where it's like, I'm either going to kill you or fuck you kind of thing right and you know sorry for the swearing but anyway um that's kind of the mentality and the attitude that they had this one didn't have that for me uh which i thought was kind of interesting but now she's uh, when we get further into this episode she starts really coming into her own and i'm liking where it's going but, but so, you, i'm sorry i wasn't here last week but what you, yep. you, you and you and david talked about it but was that a fear thing um was, was there because she was confined in that, you know, in the closet. Well, and that's what we thought that maybe because, yeah. you know, she's, she's restricted right now. She's not free to do what she wants. Uh, she's restricted. So therefore her attitudes changed. Um, and for but, all intents and purposes, that was like her, her last day. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, she was she was about to be executed. Right. So mm-hmm. this was you know, this was a bad day for her. Um, so she ends up start crawling over towards Gerardi and she's got this sinister look on her face. You're like, oh, what's going on? Gerardi's got the crowbar in her hand. She's feeling back in control right now. This is... Yeah, she's starting to realize that she does have some play here. She's got a little bit of room to move. And Gerardi and her have a quick conversation. I can't remember what it was about. It wasn't anything too amazing, but it was something along the lines of, you know, uh, you know, uh, we're, you know, are you going to kill me kind of thing? And she's like, no, you know, we're going to do this. And, you know, this is how we do this. Let me do it. And all of a sudden she rises up and these, you know, she's got the Doc Ock from Spider-Man thing going on where she's just shooting out all these little tentacle things and she's hooking herself and she's actually interfacing herself with the, with the ship, uh, which I thought was a really cool effect. Um, they did a good job on that too. I love, I love the portrayal that they have here, the framing, everything. And this was directed by Leah Thompson, uh, which is the, uh, the, uh, obviously as a lot of people know, uh, this is from the, you know, Lorraine from back to the future. Like this is, uh, you know, she's, well, she's been in tons of stuff, uh, some kind of wonderful, I think she was in, uh, some other big movies, but, uh, uh she's the director here and she's directing an episode about time travel. Red so. Dawn. Red Dawn. She did Red Dawn. Yeah, Red Dawn, the original Patrick Swayze one, not the remake. The, the best movies remake. ever. Yeah, like they, this This lady knows what she's doing. And even the framing and stuff, just from a visual aspect of things, like even if we look at this screenshot, like the framing is fantastic. It looks cool. All of a sudden, the, the lights in the back uh, go to the, the Borg green instead of the turquoise that uh, kind of thing that they had going on, the teal uh, before that. So just all of a sudden, we have... We have her kind of coming out and she's expanding and, you know, metaphorically spreading her wings, you know, so, which so I thought was really cool. Let's recap why she's here, though, really. I mean, you remember for. Yeah, she's she's here, really, because they need a way to time travel and they know the Borg have a way to do that. They know how to do traversal time travel and they know that the Borg Queen can do that. And actually, it even comes up later on, uh, which we'll get into as to why they have to have her, because without her. You know, as they said in a previous episode, you know, Kirk had Spock to do these calculations and all this stuff, which I guess Spock is very, very gifted, as we all know. Um, You know, at this point, these guys don't have anything like that other than the Borg Queen. So she's the one that's going to have to be done here. But but didn't that give real credibility to Spock last week? In that, that, that gave a lot of credibility to Spock. Yeah, like, like Spock was you know, the reason took, why. They I think did in the... Voyage Home we took it for granted how easy it was for Spock to do that. But well, Spock's but... just like, yeah, no problem. We'll just swing I'll, around I'll here. Bang, we're in 1985. Captain, right, I'm on my calculations. Go. Don't worry about it. We're going back. Yeah, we're. I'll, it, I'll start no my problem. calculations now. I'll start. My yeah, calculations. exactly, exactly. So you know, a little bit of fan service there, which is always nice. Um, this show is chock full of fan service as well. Um, they do a lot of what Lower Decks does, which is just keep. They they throw in a lot of things, uh, even especially the scenes in a couple episodes back where we have Picard and Chateau Picard and stuff like that. We see a lot of relics from his time in service, and then his alternate time in the last episode, we see like you know people he's killed, which happen to be people that we know from all different Star Trek series. Um, so fantastic. They, they've done such a great job on this, and, but, and, but it's and, not overdone in my opinion. Like they, they do a good job. And for the casual viewer who isn't somebody who's, you know, going to go into all these little tiny things. Um, it's, it's, it's still fantastic because you don't need to know it. It's nice to know it, but you don't need to know it. So they really don't, they don't make it. So you have to know all this stuff. 
they they just make it as a it's an extra bonus to the story which is great well so th- there is actually a really cool scene coming up too it's a real real uh um you know shout out to forage home and we'll get to that in a moment but oh yes uh, i think i know what you do i don't know if i have a clip of it though so no you don't, you don't need it we can talk about it it's, it's yeah good. we can still talk about it so anyway we get this nice you know kind of rise to power scene uh with the board queen i i thought they did a great job of this the lighting was fantastic everything just from a visual angle like this looks great uh this 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 right now feels like it's it's a motion <coughs> like they, everything that they've done with this with this show so far they've really done a good job kind of capturing the big budget-esque of star trek without going overboard and without giving me a billion lens flares and, no, and this all is, this it's stuff right? it's, it's it's shadows and and just yeah i i would right? believe that this is a next-gen movie based yeah. on the quality that they've done uh with this so it, that's what makes it great but anyway um you know, we got obviously I like this. That's why I took so many screenshots of it. But it was fantastic. But she starts taking over the ship. So all of a sudden we start seeing all the consoles. This screenshot unfortunately doesn't show too too well. Uh, but all the consoles are now starting to borgify. Uh, so as she takes over the ship, she's she's about to do it. And the first thing she does is she starts listing off the stuff she's doing. And one of the things is eliminate uh, eliminate the uh, you know the dangers or whatever, right? And all of a sudden these two green photon torpedoes just fly out of the Lucerna and instantly bang there they are right uh and they're flying towards all their enemies that are chasing them and and as you can see they're both approaching these two ships and both these two right, ships and right into, get it right into the deck deflector dis- dishes yeah right where it needs to be you know the 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 weakest point on those ships I don't know how she knew that because she's not from this timeline but she did and that's all there is to it so you know obviously she's an asset uh, and of course, we see the Earth in the background there with you know the the terrible look of it uh, because of that solar shield that they have and all that. Uh, and here's the here's the console being borgified, I guess so to speak. I don't know if that's <laughs> really a word, but she's she's it's almost to the point now that if you look at her facial expressions, she's almost getting off on this now, right? So it, it's interesting to see this facial expressions that are going on here because she's starting to enjoy what she's doing, <laughs> um, you know, because that's. That's how the Borg Queen flies, you know. She she loves to cause havoc, right? So and that's so what Joey, she's doing. I, I was yep. wondering, did, did you feel at all? This is sort of like religious arconic with the. Arms oh yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like to bring that kind of stuff up just because everybody has different methods and different th- thoughts on that no, stuff. I, but I, I really did. I, but yeah, this is this is definitely uh, you know you know, almost a praise me type moment versus a you know I'm on the cross still kind of thing. Well, right? so and I'm in control. Yeah, too. but I'm in control, and that's really the key here to all this. Is she is now in control, uh, even to the point where Rios is like, uh, just to let you guys know, I don't have control over this ship anymore. <laughs> like, I'm really not the captain anymore. Uh, we get some great side shots. This is this almost looks like they put a go uh, GoPro on on a spaceship and started flying it through a solar area. Like it, it just looked great. Uh, they did such a good job. I, I can't stress just the, the special effects alone in this show have done really well. I, I really hope they keep this up. Uh, now, obviously as the story is being progressed, we might not get all this type of stuff because of where they are. Uh, but very interesting anyway, nonetheless, well, uh, I, we get some, I think they could spend a lot of money in the first three episodes because of where you know, where, where they're shooting yeah, yeah they're going to be shooting in you know an urban an urban center after this so it's you know they can spend a little bit more cash on the starting ones uh so we get a cool shot of them about to be phased phased through time uh and then there's them getting phased through time right there and all of a sudden it's 
the 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 world opens up. They're doing warp nine uh, out of the blue. Uh, at this point, we get a scene back with Raffi and uh, Elnor, and this is the first time in this entire show I've seen Raffi actually act. In my opinion, uh, she does a fana- fantastic job of all the scenes right now. Um, the, you know, I I I doubted her ability to act, and I have now been proven wrong. Uh, I, mean, it's, I, don't, it's I don't necessarily agree with you on that. I mean, I can. That's fine. The one, the one that I, I go back to in season one is when she met her son, and was devastated when he had wanted no relationship with her, and and I think she acted like the true mother who was you know basically dissed by her son and said, I don't, I don't want to. I, you've got your grandchildren, and you screwed me as a kid, and I don't want to deal with you. Yeah, Dave Mater says I'm digging the board queen, and Girardi is growing on me. I definitely agree with you on that one. Uh, Girardi is is probably the biggest surprise for me this season so far is Girardi. I, I thought I would absolutely despise her. They've obviously listened to what's going on here uh, because there was a lot of, there was a lot of slack for her in the first season, uh, but her character did a lot of awful things in the first season. So that's, I think part of the reason why, uh, I think but anyway, also, we, though, you know, she's just, they're, they're writing for her very well. She's got, you know, funny lines. She's serious. She's, she's, yeah, she's partly brunette. Like, you know, you're not, there's no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so with that, we, you know, we see, we see Rafi attending to, um, uh, attending to Eleanor and she's basically the mother figure to Eleanor anyway. So, you know, this is like a son to her, uh, and he's, he's, he's not doing well, uh, I guess is the way to look at it. Uh, at this point we start seeing the time shift start to happen. So people are starting to phase. Um, I really liked how they portrayed this because we got to see like, for instance, somebody was tearing up. And then the tears started moving back up their face again, which I thought was a really cool little effect. Um, I don't know if I got a shot shot of that. I might have. Uh, We have Seven looking absolutely confused as to what's going on. Uh, I'm not totally sure why she's confused. Like, if anybody should know what's going on, it's her. I think Uh, think they're wondering, Jody, if it works. Yeah. Well, and we're starting to see. This is right when it's happening, right? So all of a sudden they're seeing this. So I guess maybe some of that is not just confusion, but also curiosity as well. So... Um, you know, they're like, wow, I've never been through this experience before. Right. So, you know, it makes sense, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, we, we kind of phase through and then all of a sudden we kind of get this wormhole looking thing and she gone. Uh, and then they all of a sudden show up and there's earth. And as they're approaching earth, uh, they're, they're kind of going through the list of things because their chronometer, uh, computer, the part of the chronometer, uh, that they use, unfortunately, isn't working. Uh, you know, and they're mentioning like, oh, the moon base isn't there now. Um, you know, the pollution looks to be around, you know, this time period. Uh, for anybody who's not aware of it, they're going back to 2024. So two years from today, uh, essentially. Um, so with that, you know, we, we obviously have our pollution problems and stuff, which hopefully we'll get addressed soon. Um, but, um, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of going through the gist of it. They're looking at Earth and, you know, there it is. She's blue. Um, so clearly we're in a different, we're, we're at a different point in time because the earth looks different uh, at this point. There's no, you know, there's no, um, security, no shipyard, nothing like that around here. Um, so they're pretty, they're pretty sure they're close to where they should be, uh, at this point. Uh, then unfortunately we have a failure. Power, no power, no power. And she's going down. She's stuck in earth's atmosphere. She's going down. Uh, at this point, Picard's like, Oh, we're going down, Rios. What are we gonna do here? Rios is like, dude, I don't got control. I got like thirty percent control of the uh, of this ship. That's Actually, not gonna be enough. And I like the line that he said. I don't know if you caught the line that he said, but uh, he goes, you know, is that gonna be enough for us to do uh, to land? 
And he goes, targeted well, crash, targeted crash landing. Yeah. Targeted crash landing is kind of what we're going for here. Uh, and at this point, Picard's like, well, if that's the case, you know, uh, and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Like we're, we're like LA here. Like the population's massive at this point. Like, uh, you know, we can't just crash in the middle of LA. We're going to, we're going to kill people. We're going to kill a lot of people. So, right? so at so, this point, Jody, I was thinking a couple things. What's that? Um, before they went on with the scene, I, you know, what, are they going to do a, you know, shout out to the core of the core when they landed the shuttle in the LA river? Um, yeah. I thought, they, I thought they were going there, but I, I'm glad they didn't. I'm no, glad they, they didn't. didn't. Yeah. That'd uh, be a little too obvious of a shout out. But, but I was, I actually don't like how the scene went. Cause I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we know that he pointed it towards the forested area, but they we know that they're still near LA. So, so, like, so here's I originally theory. thought they were landing at Chateau Picard. Well, okay, so that's what I thought too, but okay. I think this is what happened because he says you know, we're going to land in, with friends or what did he say? Something like, like somewhere I know essentially is what he said. Yeah, yeah I'm going to land somewhere we uh, I know. So I so, think he landed in the, in Napa Valley in the, in the great vineyards of, of California. Oh, see, that would make sense because it did look like it was like, you yes. know, uh, it was vines and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, so that would make sense. Yeah, but they weren't really clear on that. I don't know if that got cut for time or, or what. I'd, the I'd, like to know, but, I'd like to know where, but that's where I think has happened. Yeah, but they got to be somewhere also, close to the, the core because they can transport yeah. from where they were uh, to the downtown core of L.A. So yeah. I don't know what the transporting range is, but I would imagine, well, only, you know, that's only a couple hundred kilometers, honestly. So. Yeah, so probably not that big of a deal, but anyway. And, um, I mean, so, and they didn't explain how they got there or anything. I guess, they, well, they transported, but and they left. Um, uh, who, who's, who's left on board? Uh, Girardi and Picard. Right. Everybody else ends up leaving, uh, which we're going to see soon. Uh, but here, here they are coming in, uh, and we see, I don't know why I took a picture of this, uh, but at this point, they've crash-landed, and Rafi is still trying to deal with Elnor, and Elnor is it, it, like he's on his deathbed, man, and everybody's like, "Well, we're we're crash landing here," and at this point, we're he he's in bad shape. Like we're we're seeing this, we know he's in bad shape at this point. He's got blood coming out of his mouth. Like generally, the rule of thumb is if you're laying on a slab like this, you've had a gunshot wound, and there's blood coming out of your mouth, you're in your final seconds. Like you that's remember, just kind of movie. That that's your movie theory, right? You know. Do you remember a few scenes earlier though? They were talking when sorry when when Seven came back to the bridge. And you know, took her station and yeah, asked how is he? And she just nodded. Like, you know, at that point I thought he's done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I thought he was gonna be seven I, seven I, I honestly didn't think that what was going to happen happens. Um, but we're gonna hit that in a second. Uh, and again, anybody who's just joined us, spoilers here. Like this should be pretty easy to figure out that this is a spoiler. Uh, this isn't spoiler free by any stretch of the imagination. So please don't let us ruin this for you. Um, <laughs> so Dave points out it was night where the ship crash landed, but daytime at the scenes in LA. So maybe they did actually land. No, but they spent some time on this. They're trying to get control. They were talking for a little bit and stuff like that. So we don't really know how much time did pass for sure. But uh, board, you know, Dave does make a point though. here. Yeah, like, Dave you know, likes, I like my point better. Though. I hope it. I well, hope well, we always like your point more than Dave's, but anyway, that's fine. I don't think so. Dave's less smarter than I am. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, they go back to see um, they they see the queen, but they the queen is unconscious, but they can't get power to the med bay, and they figured out the reason why is because the queen's siphoning it. 
So the queen's siphoning all the power, the backup systems and everything. She's trying to get power in. So they're trying to figure out why she's doing that. And her their theory is, well, it's, you know, she's she's trying to gain back power or whatever. Um, and at this point, Rios is basically like, I'm just going to shoot her. Because, like, I want Elnor to live. I don't want her to siphon up the power. That's when everybody kind of reminds him that, whoa, whoa, hold on. We need her because she's got the information we need to be able to find out because she knows where the location of the, uh, the watcher is, uh, is it the watcher? The watcher. Is that the re- yeah. They're referencing it as the watcher. Um, you know, it, you know, they, they're referencing that they get that, um, all that stuff. It's cool. It's fine. But you know what? It, it, at the end of the day, they have to keep her alive because if they don't keep her alive, this whole mission goes to shit anyway. So we have to decide, do we have a board queen or do we have Elnor? Right. Can they get back without her? Well, that's the thing that I was thinking, but nobody actually mentions that in the entire time, because I think they're more focused on getting the timeline sorted out than worrying about getting home. Right. So they're doing, they're doing the old, you know, Star Trek four thing where they're not that worried about getting home. They're worried about getting this thing done. Right. They're more worried about whales, I guess is a good way to look at it. But anyway, the whales had to get home, Jody. That's true. So we get some really touching scenes. Uh, We get some, I I didn't think I was going to be as touched by these scenes as I was. Uh, These are two characters that I can't say I'm totally fond of. Uh, But Raffi is definitely, you know, she's, she's, she's striking every chord correctly here. Uh, You know, she's doing, she's doing a great job. She looks at this amulet that he says that he has with him uh, for luck. Uh, We get kind of a close up look of it. Um, I can't remember exactly what it said. Uh, I should have wrote that down, but anyway, that's something that when people watch the episode, they can get it. Um, but basically it's like a motto, uh, that he kind of lives by. And as she's looking at this, um, he pretty much is, he's fading away at this point. And she's kind of looking at this thing talking and she's like, you know, you gotta be strong, blah, blah, blah. And he's gone. So he's, he's gone. And the sheer pain that this woman is portraying as an actor fantastic uh this is the this is the moment where i'm like wait i'm wrong about ravi she can act uh unfortunately i can't remember her name michelle something um but anyway she she i'm i'm wrong with her she definitely can act uh because i thought these scenes were great uh dave however i don't think did um he didn't like the scenes later that come up uh, with her getting angry well i mean let's face Uh, it so she has her grief moments then she goes up to, to the upper decks and just yeah. lets everybody have it. Yeah, but she has this is kind of the last sigh where she's accepting it. She's like, "Oh my god, he's dead!" Right? Like she's he's he's gone. Um, and at this point, we see we see for confirmation that he is indeed gone at this point. Uh, so a very sad moment, uh, especially anybody who is a fan of Elnor. I I personally wasn't, but uh, you know, still it, it's it's weird to see people die in Star Trek uh, like this, like main characters die in Star Trek very odd we don't see that a lot right like tasha yar obviously did happen um but you know, you know the, the first show i remember really doing this was walking dead and yes and I, I think other shows since then have really learned from that it's okay to wipe out main characters because it just like what they're gone you know because then somebody else steps up yeah somebody either steps up and gets a bigger play in the story or yeah. or we get a new character or something like that so but anyway we get this next scene where picard walks in and she's in i guess the morgue still um, and it's like a morgue type situation and she's body bagging Elnor and putting him into the, uh, into the, the fridge, I guess. Um, but anyway, and she's, she's still, she's still hurt. 
Like she's she's really hurt now. Obviously, this is within seconds of it happening. But um, I like this scene specifically. This was a fantastic scene here because she goes, she pushes in, she pushes in the the rack, and then she stops for a second, and she kind of sighs and she kind of drops herself down a bit, and then she continues to push it in. I thought that was just it was a nice little touch. I thought um, really portrayed the you know you got the right emotion out of this scene. So I thought it was fantastic. Uh, at this point, everybody's just kind of like uh, they've all kind of shown up to see what's going on. And obviously, they all see Elnor being put into this this morgue thing. So they're all pretty even even seven showing that she's upset. We don't ever I see. Think, seven. I think that they've all done a really good job of, of sort of adopting him as, you know. Yeah, the, he was kind of like the little rascal. Right. The, and the we get younger brother, whatever it might have been. You know, I mean, yeah. for Picard, I mean, he was with him since he was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is interesting to see. Um, and we get Raffi and Seven kind of having a little bit of an embracing moment uh, to a degree. Uh, nothing major, just, you know, obviously a, a show of respect kind of thing. Uh, and then this is where Raffi gets angry. Uh, she's like, we traded the board queen for Elnor. Like, that's what that's what's happened here, guys. Like, just you guys are clear. all assholes. Just, yeah. to, just to be clear, Elnor is dead. And we have the Borg Queen, which is, you know, she's an ass, right? And, so and again, Jody, the makeup on her face, they made it really dark. Yeah, she's I she's angry, it. she's hurt, and she's yeah. mad. Uh, and she's she's gonna jump into every situation at this point. Like that she's she's gone off the rails, she's she's upset. And again, the actress does a fantastic job of this, I thought, even though Dave would Dave would tell me otherwise. Uh, which actually Dave here says Raffi chewing at the crew for Elnor was weak to me. Um, I don't agree with that, uh, but everybody obviously has a different way of uh, different way of seeing what's going on here. Uh, but anyway, let's keep going. Uh, she, but then she gives this kind of crazy smile, and I tried to catch it the best I could. Uh, she gives this crazy smile, like you're an asshole, Picard. Like this, this happened. You're jackass, basically, is what she says to him. Like this was on your watch. I have a real problem with the leadership going on right now, is what she says, and. That's that's, that's got to hurt, man. That's like, things. That's that's things. That's things for sure. You know, like because this is this is a decorated admiral, and, and numerous. Yeah, and, and he's and heard this. She has come out of like you know she came and helped him in the last season and and yeah. has stood by him all the way along. And yeah, and so I think that and yeah, the one was, thing that she wanted she couldn't get, and it's his fault, right? So, but yeah, I, I think that you know she's she's really hurt at this point. You know that yeah. it'll come around. Yeah, and then Gerardi and her have a little tiny conversation. I, I don't think there really was much of use in this one. It was more of a kind of consolidation, you know, consoling her kind of thing. Uh, and at this point, she's making it very clear she doesn't want to be consoled. She wants to get revenge. She wants to get this done and over with because if there's even a chance that we can save the timeline and Elnor is going to be alive in the new timeline, um, uh, she's for it, right? Well, so. just remember her question in that that, that scene, though, was... Yeah. If we change the timeline, will he come back? Yeah, and 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 Gerardi's like, I can't tell you. I don't know. I don't. Well, I I don't have the information for that. And she's like, and she's doing know. what any of us would do is like say, well, I'm going to assume it is and go on with the mission. Yeah, we're going to get on with it. Uh, then we get this funny. I thought a pretty funny scene where Rios is getting geared up to to go into L.A. here, downtown L.A., and he's got his face pistol with him. Uh, and and Girardi's like, "Dude, you can't take that. 
like if you even leave that somewhere we got a massive problem like you know did you not see ever see a movie about time travel like come on like we know this is something you shouldn't be doing what's cool is that she was right you know given what happens in a few scenes yeah yeah exactly so but rios is like okay fine i'll go without it um you know so at this point picard gives a little bit of a speech basically along the lines of you know good luck you know let's get this kind of thing go find some clothes that you fit in with yeah go find clothes uh try to find something that's appropriate to the era let's get it going uh at this point we get a scene with uh gerardi and gerardi's now trying to she's trying to get she's trying to get this board going and at this point she just can't get her going so then she suggests to picard what if we start an assimilation process then i have the you know i have the ability to you know go in and change it you can be my guide and you can get me out if things go hairy right picard's like no not happening don't do that i've been through this you don't want this this is terrible don't do it right and then we obviously get to see the suited up scene where we they're going through clothes and stuff like that and rios is trying to pick some clothes that are suitable and both of them actually look pretty good uh you know so at this point they're looking fairly appropriate to the time uh still a little fancier than they probably should be but either way it is what it is uh, then we get this nice little affirmation scene, I thought, which was really neat. Um, we see Seven look in the mirror, and she's like, wait, I still don't have this imp- uh, my implant. You know, uh, wow. You know, that's I me. Could get, I, I could get used to this. I, I sort of see, saw in that. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, I got a little bit of that vibe, too. Um, and then at that point, we see uh, Picard, and Picard's just kind of, he's just kind of sitting contemplating life for a second there uh and then gerardi comes to him and says dude i got a plan i'm going to be assimilated you're going to help me and then you're going to pull me out when i need to and he's like seriously you need to get off this line because this is not where we're going right like you know i'm picard and this is how it is and we got a little bit of a this is kind of like his kid dynamic thing going on here right like it you know, he, he's starting to treat her a lot like, you know, one of his children or something or children that he wouldn't have. Um, anyway, all three of them are, are getting ready to go. We get this kind of cool little framing scene again where we have the three that are going to be zapping out. And then we have the two that are staying back uh, and they're kind of facing each other, kind of like this might be the last time we see each other. So, you know, good, uh, you know, good luck and all that jazz. Uh, then Picard gives a little bit of a speech like, you know, we have to get this done because if we don't get this done. Elnor's gone, right? And that's basically what he does, which, which I think is kind of a dick move, quite honestly. Uh, I don't know if you kind of got this, but you just saw Raffi go completely nuts, okay? And then you give her a little bit of false hope, and then you're like, by the way, we have to do this, or Elnor is going to be dead permanently. It's like, wow, that's kind of a douche move to say after all this, <laughs> you know? But I get where he was going, but I think that speech could no, have been but, a little bit better. Honestly, though, this is this is just standard military Starfleet. Like it is, yeah. They lose people all the time, and you know this goes right back to, to Kirk. You, you know, you lose people, yeah. Grieve them later. We got yeah. a job. Well, and that's really the that's that's the way it is, right? You yeah. you'll have time for mourning later. Like let's get this shit done, uh, which is kind of where they're at. Uh, Gerardi then's like, okay, hook me up, Picard. Let's let's okay. get this Jody. let's get this going. Oh, Stop John. Yeah, go for Stop it. Stop for a second here. I am stopped. What does she have like in her at port? No, this is this is this is an assimilation cable. 
So right. they literally put it in and it just kind of shoots right into her and then uh, things are getting going. Uh, we have ourselves a visitor, a man who is fashionably late, Davin. How are, How are you? you? Not too no bad. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah, just an unbelievably screamy baby. Oh, well, and unbelievably so. screamy babies are a lot of fun and I'm glad I'm out of that stage now. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll get your thoughts on the episode at the end, but well, you can just join in at this point. Um, so yeah, so this little kind of probe thing is more like an assimilation device. Um, and at this point we're seeing, you know, what is going to be her going in. Um, Picard is monitoring, uh, vitals going on. And then we get this kind of, again, Leah Thompson knows how to frame a scene. The woman is fantastic at this. I can't say this enough. All these scenes that she's doing, very symmetrical, very, um, what's the word? Um, like comic pages. Yes, yes. It, it, it's it's fantastic how she frames stuff. And, uh, you know, as somebody who is a really big fan of film, um, I, I really appreciate it. I, I think it's great compared to some of the stuff like the framing and discovery is terrible. Uh, I don't know why they even allow what they're doing because, like, it's like talking to people and they're like, sideways half the time and stuff like that like it's just it's it's god awful this is telling the story the way it needs to be told and i love that um big fan of leah thompson stuff uh she does great directal stuff and obviously she's not the only one that you know we have obviously people in photography and stuff like that that uh, do this stuff as well so hands off to everybody that's involved in this because it's fantastic uh but i love i love the look of this we have we have the two and then we have obviously the board queen hanging over them essentially uh, which I think is just with a fantastic it, shot. And this whole scene, though, with her smirk on her face. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, oh, no it way. gets worse. And I got some screenshots of it, so we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, like the, the scene, basically, um, we don't actually get it at this point because now we get to see the beaming in uh, of, of the three, uh, which in this case is seven, uh, Rios and uh, Rafi. Uh, so we get some nice shots of present day LA and we get some uh, Rafi transports in first. Uh, she kind of looks around. She's really surprised by what she sees, uh, but pretty cool considering she's never experienced this before. Uh, so, and none of these guys have, so, you know, it's obviously an interesting thing to see. Uh, but I, I liked how they dealt with this. Uh, I love this little scene with seven. Okay. It, I know it's just a catcher scene doesn't make any difference to the plot but it's fantastic she hovers over the kid and the kid's like are you a superhero because she saw she saw her beam in and she goes can you keep my secret like i just thought that was great it's neat to see that she can interact with children like that um especially with all the stuff that she's been through right so it's very yeah, but, interesting to see you know again the, the, in this episode there's three times where i think she she's pretty surprised at how people re respond to her and, yes and, this, and actually she even says it later on yeah this is she's the second like, time you know, normally people aren't this nice to me, right? <laughs> that's, that's basically what she says, right? Uh, which, you know, to a degree kind of makes sense, you know, but uh, that's where we're at. Uh, now, Rios beams in. Here we go. Rios beams in very badly. Rios falls to the ground. <laughs> Thunk. Rios is bleeding from his face. <laughs> God, what a comically beautiful, brutal fall. <laughs> very brutal yeah and you know what again this is this is another thing that surprises me about this series and yes i understand that a lot of the series that we have now for star trek are more grown up um they definitely show things that uh i don't know where adam's going right now maybe oh, adam's on the movie yeah, yeah well he's in a hotel right now so, or a uh, uh, bed breakfast or something but 
uh, I guess we're going to a different uh, different area in the house. Um, I'm not alone anymore. Oh, okay, fair enough. Why? Who's with you? My, my wife and daughter just came back from wherever they were. Oh, I see. So you're you're getting out of their way. All right, fantastic. Uh, well, we don't want to ruin Picard season two, <laughs> episode three for them either. So you know, she, she watched it with me, so she's good. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but anyway, this is very brutal. But obviously, it makes sense as to why. Uh, but Again, I'm not totally sure why with the technology that we have available to us with transporter technology, why this could even happen. You would think that the transporter would, you know, try oh, to find solid ground I first think or they're, something. They're doing the whole check off shout out here. Voyage yeah. Off. yeah, I think so too. Uh, but anyway, somebody finds them and pulls them into like a, a, a medical clinic, I guess, uh, which appears to be a medical clinic for, you know, people who are uh you know low on funds and stuff like that so it's more of a charity type and, and, and illegal yeah. and illegal yes uh which is the bigger thing here uh and rios is definitely not in good shape um and we see this kid and this kid notices that rios just dropped something it's his com badge this is a problem because we already know that this is going to be a problem because he was told earlier in the episode not to bring a handgun with him uh, because, you know, if he even left that there, it'd be a problem. So this is obviously an item that we're going to have to get back eventually. Uh, and he got so close later on in the episode to getting it back, but he didn't get it. Uh, but anyway, so then we go back to Raffi. Raffi is looking around and Raffi gets basically mugged. <laughs> I love the scene. This is a great scene because we're seeing the tower, which, uh, which I think I got in a shot coming forward. Uh, we, we see the tower that they're supposed to be going to. They're trying to get to the largest tower in LA so they can, they can scan the city to find out if they can find the watcher. Essentially, um, they're looking for any future tech because they think that the watcher would have future tech. Um, so Rafi gets kind of held up. This guy's like, "Give me your money," and she's like, "Money?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, okay, currency. Yeah, uh, no, no, you're not getting any of that." And the guy's just got like this look on his face, like, "But I'm holding a gun to your face," and she's just like, "Well, you're not getting any money. I ain't got no money." Like, we don't use money where I come from, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I like the uh, reaction to the fact that someone was actually committing a crime against her. She was just like, yeah. Oh, oh like, that's what we're Oh, money. Oh, oh, uh, wow. Oh, that's what we're doing here. Oh, wow. You know, crime isn't yeah, something yeah. that happens a lot uh, yeah. in the future. Um, so, like, she's just really sad for him. She's like, you're really Yeah, sad. and she literally just grabs the gun out of his hand and beats his ass. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and just does it all in, like, one swoop. Obviously, this is her military training kicking in. Uh, but she's in like a tent city type environment, right? But they know, how, like, again, she knows how to work a you know twenty century gun. You know, she she opens yeah. the clip, breaks it down pretty quick. And I found that pretty interesting. Yeah, breaks it down, throw, throws different things in. So she she must know a little bit about, uh, or to her ancient uh, ancient weaponry, right? Yeah. Uh, because obviously, phase pistols aren't the same thing anymore. Uh, and then Seven walks in, kind of like, "Wow, you're making friends already." And, you know, obviously this is the, this is the dynamic we're going to get out of these two for the next couple episodes, because they've been forced together now. Uh, and we know that they had a relationship. Uh, there was actually not on screen, but there was an audio book that they released that had more detail about their two relationship, apparently, which I've never heard. Uh, but my understanding is it tells a little bit more of backstory and stuff like that. Uh, but maybe one day we'll cover that somehow. Uh, but anyway, she kind of shows up and then they look. Now, I thought this was interesting that there's a picture of the Euro mission uh, thing here. So I guess that's something that's happening soon. Uh, and then, yeah. The Europa Europa mission. Europa mission, yeah. What does that say in the top of that poster? Oh, sorry. Let me go back here. 
so it says the the Europa mission to boldly go, and then it says the new interplanetary explorers is up at the top. Now, I don't want to put, I don't want to say for sure, but remember that TNG episode where people were frozen and then yep. they woke them up? I'm wondering if that's connected in some way because I remember them mentioning something about Europa then. But no, the Europa mission, they're just sending some like satellites to go take pictures of the moons no no because they're showing they're showing a transport ship on the top of that like if you actually yeah, look at this is a full ship here people on that ship in the tng was had, had an illness yeah, oh that's are. true yeah they were frozen for a reason yeah that's true well maybe it's not related then it probably isn't uh but anyway i like i like the fact that they show the tent city and then she makes kind of a you know a statement along the lines of you know we have kind of well her version of the rich and the poor kind of thing going on um and then the two of them kind of have a just kind of a stroll as they're on their way. And then we go back to this. And this is probably one of the coolest scenes in the entire episode, in my opinion, because we get to see the Borg Queen going through Jurati. Yeah, she's literally going through Jurati like a computer, right? She's hitting all different feelings and stuff. And we're seeing the reaction happen in real time. Uh, very the cool. concept of opening doors. Like that, that was yeah. She, she's like, oh, she just found my sadness <laughs> door. And it's like all of a sudden she's like, oh. You know, and she's and she's sad, and you can see the expression. And of course, in stills, I can't really, I can't really get a lot of that going on, guys. But you, you, I, you, I love, you saw the I episode; love, it's fantastic. I love that idea. And uh, there was a this Stephen was the King. anger one. Yeah, it, it yeah. was really great. There was a Stephen King novel where they talked about, you know, going into rooms and opening filing cabinets for different memories and things like that. And yeah. it really reminded yeah. me of that. But it, I, I thought this scene was. I'm with you guys. It was great. It was cool, yeah. And it's a long scene too. It's like it's probably about five minutes total. Um I'm not totally sure how to the battle with the board queen. We have Luis de La Rosa says, Hola one 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 one. I don't know exactly what that means, but thank you, I guess. Hola. 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 All right, thanks for joining us. Hola. Uh, (laughs) Hola. There you go. Uh well, and a lot of Spanish going on in this uh in this uh in this episode too, which is great, uh, especially for the Spanish viewers. Uh, fantastic. Uh, get some representation there as well, which is nice. Um, so we see Gerardi go through all these different, um, uh, all these different uh, emotions, uh, which is really cool to see. But the thing that really shocked me was when all of a sudden her voice changed to the Borg voice. And then the Borg Queen's voice changed to Gerardi's voice. I thought that was fantastic because you can see there's a, there's a, there's a fighting going on. A fighting back and forth, uh, which I thought was just fantastic. And they're basically they're fighting over Gerardi's mind at this point. Um, Gerardi's trying to fight being assimilated, essentially, but she's trying to get the information out of the Borg Queen. Um, and at this point, she kind of got it to a degree. She gets kind of like this kind of confirmation face on her. And then we go back to um, we go back to Seven and Rafi uh, trying to get to the tall tower. Here's the tall tower here. Clearly a very tall tower. I can't remember what the mm-hmm. name of it is in real life, but um, they mentioned it. The in this. LA Tower. Is it just the LA Tower? No. I thought I thought it had a different name. And it has the CN Tower. They get the. Yeah. LA now this tower. was a cute scene, even though it wasn't my cup of tea, but still a cute scene, I guess. Where basically they get caught by a security guard near the top of the tower because they're trying to get to the top of the tower to you know emphasize their signal. Um, and this guy's like, what are you doing here? And again, we're going into the idea of making up stories, which is something that seems to be seven is definitely doing this through the entire season so far. 
every episode she's made up a story and lied to somebody, which is very interesting. I thought so far. So all three of these episodes, she's done that. She just um, does it the like the astrology route by being super vague. She's like, "Oh, we were talking yeah. to your buddy, you know, tall, round." Yeah, tall Kevin? round guy. Which like tall, Kevin? tall round guy working in security, probably. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Oh, you mean Kevin? I'm I'm better than Kevin." And, yeah, you know, she's like, "Oh, we're just here to get a we're we're here to get a picture." And then you're definitely like, better than Kevin. Yeah, or a photo, <laughs> you know. So oh, yeah. the way they said it, and he's like, well, "We're here to take an image." Yeah, we're here to take an image is how she starts. And obviously, yeah. and then I think Rafi's like, a photo. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where we met uh, ages ago. And Kevin said we can come up here and take another shot. And the guy's like, okay, don't be too long. You know, that, that kind of thing. And he just kind of dopey bit. goes off. Uh, then we go back to the we go back to the medical, uh, the medical uh, clinic uh, where basically, um, I can't remember the doctor's name, but uh, the doctor's kind of patching up uh, Rios. He's got... He's got broken broken fingers or something, uh, as well as obviously a major concussion. Uh, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. I'll walk out of here. No big deal." And literally, he falls over. Like, yeah, she's like, "Go ahead, try it. If you can walk out of here, no problem." And he's like, "All right." And he's like, "All tough guy, Rios." And he's like, "Ah, oh, no, this isn't gonna work." He's like, and "Am I doing?" Kind of sits him back down, <laughs> and then she says, "You know, tell me your best childhood story." Uh, and I loved how they did this because it was supposed to be just to show that he is cognitive and he has the ability to, you know, think correctly and he doesn't have a massive concussion, but it also gives us some backstory. Turns out his mother worked in, uh, worked in Starfleet and was training. Yeah. She was training pilots and he used to sneak into the simulators and that's how he learned how to fly. And that's why he's such a good flyer now. And he he ended up getting a highest ranking. And when he got he went into the he went into the simulator once and he wasn't supposed to be there. And then when he got out, all these generals were around him and they're all like, oh, we got to have you, son. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but they were very surprised by his score because I guess he, he got the top score. You know, he's you know, he's the wizard of the group, I guess. So it was a good yeah. way to look at it. Typical, typical explanation for that. But, you know, who cares? You know, he's he he's he's uh, he's Maverick. OK, like that's all you need to know uh <laughs> latino maverick <laughs> or, or a spanish maverick uh but either way you know he kind of tells the story which is really great because i think we got some character building which is something that star trek always needs uh and a lot of times it doesn't do it right so you know it's nice to have some character building there uh so we get to learn a little bit more about rios that we didn't know and makes more sense now right so you know it's just not some grizzly dude and as she as he's telling the story she sets all of his fingers back in place <laughs> And he just got this oh, kind of look on his face when she does it. Uh, I thought that was fantastic, just how they portrayed that. Uh, so anyway, that's she's like, yeah. That scene too. That's why she asked him that question in the first place. That's the only him. reason why she asked him, yeah, was yeah. to distract him. Uh, but we got some side story, which is nice as well, I thought. So that was cool. Uh, so then we go back to uh, the two of them, and they're looking at their they're looking at their scanner. Uh, they keep getting a signal and then they got Rios's signal, but it keeps going in and out. And he, he, she's like, is that Morris code or something? Like maybe he's trapped or something. Uh, and it turns out it's his damn kid in the medical, uh, medical clinic. Mm. Sit there smacking. He's trying to use it like an iPhone. He's like, yeah. He's trying to swipe it and stuff like that. Yeah. This kid in the waiting room is playing with this. And this one, Rio sees him and he goes, uh, he sees him. Oh, oh, oh! Look who we got here. Uh, well, if anybody knows it, it's going to be Adam. Sam just showed up. Hey, there is the goat. All right. 
But anyway, that's Sam joins us a lot on the Enterprise at Eight, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Uh, Enterprise at Eight, which is Mondays uh, with me and Adam Woodward, and sometimes Davin and uh, other other guests as well. Um, so join us for that if you ever get a chance. Uh, anyway, let's get back to this. So we get this kid and Rios is like, uh, that's mine. Can I have it back? And the kid's like, hey, finders keepers, pal. Like, that's the rule. That's the rule of the playground. That's how I roll around here. And uh, Rios is like kind of confused by this, but, you know, he gets it. And Rios is like, hey, look at these delicious cookies in an area that you couldn't get. Uh, oh, they're good. And he's like, oh, yeah. And just the lusty look on his face. Eh? He's like, oh, real peanut butter. This is fantastic right mm -hmm. so no no sequented peanut butter for him uh he's like this is real stuff and it looks like it has a hershey kiss on it as well which is probably just a little extra bonus for him uh but anyway he's like hey how about i trade you this plate of cookies for that uh combat and of course then mom shows up and ruins the whole deal like kid almost had a whole plate of cookies and she ruins it for him and she's like hey your aunt's waiting in the car for you kid get out there right uh, and Rios is like, come on, man. I just want my comm badge, but I can't get it. And she's like, ah, don't worry about it. You go back in and when you're feeling better, we'll give you your change of clothes. We put them in through the laundry, uh, and we'll get your clothes back to you. And then you can get your badge. I'll leave it at the front desk. Uh, and then we go back to Girardi. Girardi at this point is wiped. She's, uh, she's been unhooked now. Uh, and she's, she's been wiped by this whole experience with the Borg. Um, so we don't know where where we ended with the Borg. We, we don't know what happened. Uh, and then we we find out soon. Um, but basically, my favorite, the Borg... My favorite uh, part I, with the battle between those two, though, he's like, whose hand is this? And they're like, mine, mine, no, mine, mine, yeah, mine. Like, yeah. They're just arguing back and forth. Yeah, like two kids, intense. right? Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Now, this to me is another great example of how the acting starts going past what I'm expecting. Because... This queen has been boring for me. She's been totally boring for me. And then she starts striving. And this is. Well, she was meant to be. And they mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now that the time dilation's like... not there, she has her like cognitive senses back. Yeah. She she's, she's back. She's back into tip top shape and she's acting mm -hmm. like an ass. And, and now I, I mentioned this in the last episode, Davin, if I, if you recall, I said, you know, there, there's something missing about her. There's, you know, there, there's, there should have been some sexiness to her or something like that. And she is just, she, she reminds me of like the character Maleficent in a way, because she's got oh, she's this kind great. of, yeah. Like, so I, I take back what I said about her because yeah, la last great. week I said, you know, this actress isn't like, you know, our, our Alice uh, and various other ones that have played the queen uh previously and you know she's really boring to me so far but now i'm seeing why they picked her because she's sinister like she's she's really good at being evil like she's she's a good actress she was kind of sinister in runaways as well oh was she okay i, I yeah. haven't seen it uh but yeah no i and i heard i heard good things about her and i'm like well when is this gonna happen because it's not happening right now uh, but anyway, uh, she, she gets so really sinister. he's like what do you want he's, she's like well legs for one and like yeah. you know some some yeah, like yeah, and she's making demands because of all this, this maddening silence. Yeah, she she <laughs> she now understands her position. She knows that she's required, right? Yeah. So at this point, she's like, "Well, I need some legs." Oh, and by the way, a ship. And Picard's just like, "A what now? I can't give you a ship. It's the only one we got, right? Like, hey, how's that gonna work, right? And legs? Well, we don't want you mobile. Like, come on." <laughs> You're mobile. We're seeing where she's right? chasing after uh, Girardi with her arms, though, is terrifying. It is kind of terrifying. Yeah, we already talked about it. 
but yeah, so we, we start seeing, and she's obviously, she's recognized him as Locutus. Uh, and she's like, oh, look, you and, and she's got this kind of playful tone to her. I, I just thought it was great. Just how she yeah, basically it. she's saying you guys can't do anything without me. Yeah, and you ain't got Jack without me. So let's let's just drop all these goddamn games. OK, you're going to give me what I want because that's how it is. And that's when we get uh, we get some other things. But we're going to see this first. Uh, but we get Gerardi basically. Actually, you know what? I might not have clipped it. I'm sorry. Uh, But basically, if we... Well, let me just go back so we can kind of set the tone here. Uh, But we get a little bit of back and forth between her and Picard, and then Gerardi is actually getting up. And Gerardi is basically along the lines of, uh, just so you know, I know the stuff I need to know right now. I know the coordinates of where the Watcher is. Um, So maybe you actually aren't in a great a position as you think you are, right? And she's like, why don't we just shut her down? <laughs> right? What's so cool about this scene is that at the the end of the other scene where she was coming, you know, had to be unclipped from the Borg, is that you thought yeah. that she got the bad end of this. Yeah. You know, and I did anyway. And then I... Yeah, I watched... well, I thought she was like permanently damaged or something, right? Right. And like now, she's been too assimilated yeah, or something. You know, to your point about her, her being such a great character this season, and she just, again, just... In this scene again, I know what I need to She's know. Amazing. That's and this gets back to what I've been saying with Davin the entire the entire couple episodes that we've already covered is they're just they just keep bloody surprising me with this show and and I I don't think I've been this excited about a Star Trek thing in a long time, like probably since First yeah. Contact is probably the last time I was this excited about something because I remember sitting in the theater for first contact and thinking, Holy shit, this is fun. Right? Like this is great. Right. And yeah, it's a little bit, we're not comparing apples to apples here, but it, it's, 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 it's on par. It, I actually think right now we're doing better. Uh, but you know, obviously people would disagree with me on that. Uh, but for a modern star Trek, this is definitely the best that they put out. Uh, in my opinion, absolutely the best um so we'll see how this keep hopefully they don't they don't screw it up um i'm still a little hesitant kind of like dave is but uh, we'll see what happens but anyway gerardi basically says by the way while i was uh you know swimming around in there and you're swimming around in here uh yeah i got some information and by the way you're not nearly in good of a position as you think you are uh which just to me just screams fun i i, I really liked that i liked i thought we were gonna do the we have to keep her around because we have to keep her around thing um now they're gonna still have to keep her around anyway because how are they gonna get home like they 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 still need her let's be honest and she knows that so she's got some leverage uh but you know at this point not only i don't think she's getting legs (laughs) have that information that she took it from the board queen the board queen doesn't have that information anymore yeah she doesn't even know it now right so there's nothing she can do she's actually actually purged it out of her yeah which i thought Mm. was really interesting so again shows you how smart gerardi actually is uh, oh, and then the Borg Queen has the coolest line. She's like, you've done something very dangerous and very difficult. She's yeah, like, what's you that? impressed like, me or something. Impressed like that. me. Yeah, so now, impressed like, me. Borg Queen is always going to be after yeah. her now. Yeah, very you know, cool, she wants man. To I, what I, she I got chills when I saw that. I'm just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is good stuff. Uh, but anyway, so then this we go Borg back Queen's to... Slowly becoming my favorite board. Queen. You know what? She's not she, quite to Alex Krieg level, but man. She's close to Alex Krieg for me already. And yeah. so I can't wait to see what they're going to do with her because I hope to see some more scenes with her getting a little cynical, uh, a little sinister. I think uh, she she's doing great so far. Like now she's doing great. Last episode, she was boring. But as Adam pointed out, 
you know, she was in captivity and this was supposed to be her last day and stuff like that. So she was kind of shut off. And, and on top of that, medically, she wasn't in good shape either. So uh, just know, it kind of makes sense. The Borg and they're always so like happy and surprised to see Picard. They're always like, oh, Locutus, I haven't seen you in a long time. Welcome yeah. back to see you. Yeah, they're always, yeah, they're, yeah, every exactly. time they see him, they're like, oh, Locutus, oh, you're oh, here. I thought you left. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. You know. I missed you while you were away. Shall we have dinner? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but anyway, we see this scene and we see uh, the police uh, police show up at the thing. And then instantly they're like, oh, shit, this is an immigration raid. Immigration. And of course, it's the ice, the ice people, right? You know, so, it, you know, she's like, oh, you got to get the hell out of here. And they're trying to get this old guy out as well. And, you know, she caters to uh, she caters to a lot of, uh, you know, uh, undocumented people and stuff like that so it, it's interesting to see that so i'm wondering if we're going to see more of this character i don't think we are but we might uh i think next episode we're going to see more of her but i don't think we're going to see more mm -hmm. through the entire thing yeah, like, i don't think she's going to be a main character but I she might not. be a love interest i hope this is not the the, the the marine biologist that was to kirk and in, in oh geez i hope not i hope she's not the one that they lit in on the plan and stuff like that like oh please don't do that it, it I love that marine biologist in the voyage home. She's hilarious. <laughs> but it may happen, Jody. It just might happen. It might happen. Yeah, it's looking like it's going to, but we'll see. They, they, she's cool. Like thing, I like her. She's a good character. Yeah, one awesome. thing you need, though, you need somebody who, who can still, I mean, they're, they're still from how many centuries ahead of time. I mean, they don't know how to negotiate here. Yeah, they have no idea what they're doing. Like, and they were already told by Picard, like, literally, don't touch anything. Just kind of get your stuff done and leave kind of thing. You know, and clearly they are not doing that. <laughs> They've all run into things that they shouldn't have done. Um, so, you know, we're kind of at this. But uh, Rios is trying to help this older gentleman out uh, because he needs a wheelchair. So they're trying to get him into a wheelchair to get him out of there. Um, stuff like that. Uh, and then we go back to Gerardi. Actually, this is the scene where she basically says, oh, by the way, bitch, mm. I happen to know a lot more than you think I know. And she's got this sinister snide. Like, look, look at the shit grin mm. going on here. Like, this shit grin alone is worth the price of admission. Oh, she even like, <laughs> says, "Computer, open, open the file. Shit, I stole from the Borg." Yeah, queen. shit, I stole from <laughs> the Borg Queen. <laughs> yeah, is the name of the file. <laughs> like, that's fantastic. Just all those oh, little yeah. things. I the writing in this has been fantastic compared to last season. And Allison Pill is such a good actress. I love her, man. She's so good. Uh, you know, her. and I've always said this from the beginning. I I like Allison Pill as an actress. I've loved her in a lot of other things. She was in one of my favorite movies, which is Goon uh she was in that she was the love interest in that and she's great she's she's a fun character she's a comedic actress by and at oh, yeah. heart anyway so like really they're not doing any justice by making her drama uh at all so i'm glad to see that they're putting some humor in uh but she's yeah but i love that little line of you know computer open up the shit i stole from the board queen file you know it's like only she would name it that you know picard would be like you know uh, you know, retrieve files from Borg Queen would be the name no, of the file. It for him. would be retrieve file zero one one zero B <laughs> alpha <laughs> dash Borg. Sorry, Davin Picard zero one one. Yeah, it'd be Picard's. Yeah, Picard, right, right. Picard destruct, zero zero zero. zero. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh wait, zero. that's a destruct code. Don't use that one." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but anyway, she's got some good shit grins. And then at this point, this is where the Queen is like whoa i've been outsmarted here a bit uh and that's when she says the line that you said earlier which is mm. you know 
essentially like you've you've done something very dangerous you've impressed me and that's a problem and very difficult like nobody impresses yeah. me i like that she adds yeah. that too which is yeah like very but i i like this little kind of sinister grin thing she still had going though mm. uh did a great job and i love this little they're just they're just like no but that's the reason why i grabbed this scene i actually went yeah. back to grab this specific one because if you look at it allison pill has given her like kind of like the death stare like the basically oh, yeah. the equivalent of like I'm fucking watching you, bitch. Like it's the no, battle it's, of the wills. Battle of the yeah, wills going on. Yeah, here. exactly. So I, I, I thought it was great. Uh, but anyway, so that's where we're at on that. But, I'm the queen now. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh Rios grabs a grabs a suit. Uh he grabs a uh, a coat and he's pretending to be a doctor and he basically comes in and he says, Doctor, you know, so and so is having a problem back here. We need you help right now. And then the ice guys are like, Hey. You know, what's going on here? No, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he's like, hey, I don't give a shit if you have to break all this stuff, man. Just let us go back there and help this kid. Right. And, he, and he's really good at it, actually. I thought he I, I I would have been sold on it. But the ice guys having none of that shit, especially well, when the he ice guys the just like, you got... look a little bit Mexican. Show me. Well, your no, ID. actually, what he <laughs> uh, what he was referring to was the fact that he had fresh bandages on his uh, on his hands. Oh, yeah, goes, that too. I bet you're a thing. And he goes, give me your papers and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and then at that point he lifts up and he sees his hand and then he's like, okay, yeah, no, you gotta, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the cuffs on you. And that's when he throws him against the board and puts the cuffs on, uh, again, book more pressure. Yeah. Book him, Dano. And at this point they're walking out and as they're walking out, we see the con badge on the front counter and we get a little bit of a better shot coming out of it. He's like, Rios, 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 Rios. We know who the watcher is, Rios. Yeah, we're going to get the watcher kind of thing, right? And then bang, that's the end of the episode. So we're I we're, mean who's who's everyone's guess? Is it still Guinan? Is it gonna be Guinan? I still think it's Guinan, but deep down, I'm not gonna lie, I want it to be Cisco. I don't think it's Guinan. You don't think it's Guinan, eh? No, I think yeah. they'd have to do too much de aging on her. Like this is four hundred years ago, Guinan. Oh true. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they'd want to do that. They already did it with Q. Yeah, they did it with Q, Q, but Q they... looks almost the same except for his face. That's not the same as Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg's got weight different and a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, overall, I just think it was it was another great episode, guys. Um, that's all there is you to know, it. As as I, I, I have to tell you though, this one just it just ended. It did. It was you a know. little abrupt. Sorry, guys. I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to get the rating sheet back up. Um, because you know, silly me didn't bother to. Uh, say well, I mean, it's here. still a show that just runs one episode into the next. You're right. You're right. It's just like last week. Was... Well, that's what it's supposed to be, right? So, but the last week was such a uh, climax. You know, you, you got guns pointed at each other, and you know, something bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this one with the the ending climax was Rios being taken off to prison. Well, that's I just found that yes. anticlimactic, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true, and you know, it's it's what, one of those what, things. again. What I thought would have been cool if the if the INS officer came back and picked up the communicator and took it with them. Like that, that would have been neat, but I'm glad they didn't do it. Um, well, I guess I guess me, what's going to happen is Rafi and uh, and and seven and nine are going to go there and find the communicator on the counter. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, gentlemen, it now comes a time where we need to rate this. Uh, Dave didn't show uh, sh- give me his ratings yet, so uh, we'll put that in after. Dave will give this one a four. Oh, actually, sorry, Dave did put the rating in. He gave it a nine. <laughs> oh, nine guys, nine. So this is his favorite. Dave of all Vader of them. gave a nine. Can you believe this? Because he liked the board. He liked the board. 
Uh, he must have liked your costume. All he, costume say, all, all he could say was he didn't like where the ship crashed. I, I'm going to tell you guys, I liked last week's episode a little bit better, but not much. So I'm giving it a nine as well. Uh, Davin. It's another 10 for me, man. Another I liked 10, every man? scene. Wow. I loved every scene in this episode. And the, the Borg Queen and Gerardi stuff was just... See, I was thinking the same way you were going for most of the episode. I'm like, oh, I think I like the last one a bit better. And then that the Borg Queen Gerardi stuff was just so good. You know what? I'm going to recant my statement because you're right. I, I, I'm I being too hard on this for this. Like, I felt I, like I'm that giving scene, this I like more than almost Because that Borg Queen, so the Borg Queen alone deserves some extra points. Um, So, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 10. I, I'm... I don't give out tens very often, but I'm gonna give it me a 10. neither. And it is actually like, I mean these than... three tens across the board, yeah, man. Exactly. The show has been that good. But the real question is, Adam. Uh, uh, I I agree with you on everything you said, except I found the end anticlimactic. So I'm giving it yes. a nine. Okay, nine. All right, still can't 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 complain too hard about that, can we? Uh, which gives us right now an average rating of whoa, I screwed that up pretty hard. Um. Nine point five because Dave's rating brought it up. Dave's rating brought it up nine point five, which actually makes this the best episode rated by us so far. Um, and funny enough, this right now, as of IMDb's rating, IMDb is giving it a seven point eight, uh, which is actually the Indeed. lowest out of the three. Um, so we think very high of it, but apparently, IMDb users not so much. So you know, the two it had on, it had a slightly more rushed pace than the last two episodes like the, we were commenting on how the pacing was perfect in the first couple episodes this one they almost pushed that a little too far like there's that scene where they're he's like get us back on the ship and you hear picard say that by the time his voice is saying that they're already on the ship they're and flying already on away the ship, his yeah. voice i did notice going. that it didn't and bother like, me though but i but no I it didn't bother that. me either but it you know, it's it was that sort of episode where it was like a little abrupt in a few different. There was a lot in this episode. Uh, they, they jammed a lot in here. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yeah. Hey, you know what, Jody? You remember this? So it didn't flow quite as much as the other two, maybe. But so, I so Davin, it, when we were doing yeah. our original series, my biggest complaint was, and I still stand by it, is that the episodes, I know what's happening. Yeah, the episodes were fifty minutes. Okay, and, yes. and I and they I should have only been thirty. Forty would probably. I'll be okay. Or 40 is fine. Yeah, yeah, because they that, that extra 10 minutes of, of was just a waste of time. Yeah, um, it was just well, like but it was also the way network television was then, right? Right. So network television didn't have as many commercials as it does now. So that's episodes, the reason why it was 50 minutes. These episodes are guess what? 50 minutes, and you don't notice. Not even. Mm-hmm. No. And actually, at the end of every one of these episodes, I always think there's going to be at least 10 more minutes, and then yeah, I'm yeah, like. That was my point. Is that this episode just like when they showed me the com badge? I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen next? And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, and then the oh. credits come up, and I go, what the yeah. hell? Come on, guys. Like, hey, oh. It's actually sort of been the opposite with me with this show. Like, I always like expect the last three scenes. I always think are the end. I'm like, all right, that was the yeah. end. And there's another scene. I'm like, oh no, that was the end. And then there's another scene. I'm like, oh, the end. I try yeah. not to watch the time, and and yeah, I did tonight, and that's why I said that. But listen, I got to get to uh, the uh, discovery episode in nine minutes. I still have ten minutes to watch. So I'm gonna go. So great All to right. see you both. Take care. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Thanks right. for filling in for Davin when he didn't show yeah. up on time. Well, hey, I'm <laughs> supposed bad. to be here. So now he can't give you shit for not showing up on time. I knew I was laying down too much, like throwing too much shade. I was saying you were tripping me. I was saying 17 minutes ago he was tripping me, and where the hell is he? Yeah. 
anyway, anyway thanks for thanks for joining us, Adam. Right. Uh, we might we might jump in on the other one and, and crash sure you your guys for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I happens. will. Don't you worry. Not only will I crash it, I have an, I have new overlays. Was that audio crackling to you, or is that just my audio? Oh, that was the cracking of him. Yeah, he's, Adams was he's in a hotel, so yeah, okay. the internet's not always great. Anyway, we have a lot of things going on here on uh, Live Long and Podcast. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed our reaction video for this one. Uh, we have on Monday. Oh wait, reaction face. Oh, good reaction face. Great. Maybe we'll get a war. That's what I thought face. of the episode right yeah. there. Shock uh, and amazement. Anyway, we have a we have other ones on Live Long and Podcast. We have on Mondays, uh, we have Enterprise at 8, which is where we do a rewatch uh, of the Enterprise. Uh, we're currently still on season one, uh, and I think next episode is Fusion. Uh, then on Tuesdays, we have DS9 at 9-ish, uh, which sometimes starts at 9, sometimes 9.05, sometimes 9.10. Uh, depends on when Jeff decides he's going to do it. Uh, and that's when they're doing their, I guess it's a three and a half year mission to uh, watch every single DS9 episode in order and uh, rate it and whatnot. Um, so we're having a lot mission. of fun over there. And then, of course, on, on Thursdays, we have, of course, uh, Star Trek Picard and they're finishing tonight uh, Discovery's uh, fourth season. Uh, so they're going to be doing that. That's going to be at 930 on this channel. Um, so you're going to see that in a couple minutes. That's why we have to get going here. Uh, and then we have, sometimes we have Star Trek radio theater, which I have none of the promo stuff for, so I'm not going to bother. Uh, but Star Trek radio theater is basically a reread of one of the Star Trek uh, episode scripts. Uh, and we usually bring in special guests. Like for instance, we have Davin here, which, uh, is part of the Lacuders of Trek podcast. Um, so we have you in every so often. Oh, where's the promo sticker. It's gotta be there. There it is. Um, so we have Davin, uh, sometimes doing some voices as well as myself. We just recently did the episode hide and cue uh from the first season of uh star trek the next generation um and actually i played q so that was a lot of fun and we had steve shives which uh, a lot of people from the star trek community would know uh steve shives does quite a lot of videos on star trek uh, he does his trek actually series and stuff like that uh he's a fun guy to deal with as well so he did a voice too he played Riker uh in the, in that episode and then uh, dave mater who's the producer of this channel uh he did uh he was picard for that episode so it was a lot of fun it's basically a reread but we don't we don't keep exactly to the script sometimes we add our own stuff and sometimes the voices are a lot more sillier than you would expect um and stuff like that so it's a lot of fun uh we also have um other things like we do movie reviews and stuff like that. Um, the Mater Brothers, actually, Jeff and Dave both also have Super Mater Brothers uh, podcast channel where they uh, they cover shows like Survivor and uh, the Marvel shows and uh, Big Brother, stuff like that. Uh, we also have Trivial Debates. Uh, oh, there's Worf right there. Uh, Worf, son of Moog, uh, is currently here. And uh, ooh, ooh, he's angry, too. Uh, anyway, we have also on our other channel, we have Trivial Debates, which is... Uh, uh, basically a monthly show that we do where we have three contestants and they do trivia uh, and the trivia is like film, TV, stuff like that. Um, and we basically compete to see who can have bragging rights. Cause that's essentially all we do. Cause we don't have a budget. Uh, but anyway, join us if you could. Uh, we have lots of programming and of course you can always catch us on our Facebook and whatnot. Um, and check out my X-Men show X-Rated, the X-Men yes, animated you also have show. a show X-Rated, which you recently just had uh, some, uh, some of the writers from it. Yes, we like did. That's, we that's a big Eric deal. And Julia Leewald on, and we're going to have one of the artists on not this oh, coming sweet. episode, but the next one. Nice. Uh, so Oberg make sure you on. join that. It's called X Rated, right? Yeah. X Rated. The X Men. X Men. Animated review show. X Rated. The X Men animated review show. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, you know what? 
I think we've covered it mostly so far. The season's been fantastic. Uh, we urge everybody to continue to continue to watch it. Cause this is the kind of stuff we want to see. Uh, mm-hmm. now we, now Picard is only going to go three seasons. It's already been give this show all your money. Yeah. So, you know what? Support it by watching it and, uh, please, uh, support our content as well if you can. And, you know, certainly chat us up because we love to hear the chatter, uh, especially on YouTube and stuff like that. We've got a lot of support recently. Uh, you and I've got a lot of support actually for, our uh, our rewatch uh, series here so that's pretty that's pretty cool did i say give picard all your money save us a chunk too you know set of cheese for us over <laughs> we don't here. need money we don't need <laughs> money. Uh, but uh you know what comments are good enough for us uh we got some new overlays and stuff like wharf we got here which is always fun oh it looks like they're about to move our stuff over here uh, right, they're moving over to, to the stuff so anyway let's uh sign off and say thanks for watching and uh Live long and prosper. Or podcast. And podcast. All right. (laughs) Take care, guys. Oh, thank you.